That's a Shame is brought to you by the people who support us over at patreon.com slash shamecity. If you have a dollar, two dollars, a dollar to spare, join us again at patreon.com slash shamecity. Hello, hello, and welcome mm-hmm. to another free, that is to say, non-exclusive episode. And free key, given the season. Uh, I, I yeah, see what you're doing there. Play. That's, keep going, keep yeah, going, keep the momentum. Of That's a Shame, oh, the podcast. My name is Declan. Yeah. Opposite me is Isaac. Mm-hmm. That's the duo you know and love. It's spelled E-Y-E-S-A-C this month, because the eyes they're the portal to the terrors. Oh, is it eye sack? Me? Yeah. Just exactly Dead the same. Dead Clint's very good. No, it's bad. I don't mind. What's the episode this week then? I mean, how are you doing? Great? Good. Me too. Yeah, What's okay, the episode? Good. Well, I don't know because you, you made up a very long, complicated <laughs> title that didn't really mean anything. No, it does mean a lot. And I'll it, be honest. It doesn't mean the anything. The main reason I made it up was because it just sounded good sort of juxtaposed against the spook and word word and digital fright night (laughs) our concept we are yet to really (laughs) expand upon beyond just that there's a little peek behind the scenes but this one a contemporary ethnography of halloween could not be more fleshed out than it is could it not why don't you tell us a little bit about what what springs to mind when you hear those words well and then i'll just wheel us right back in yeah with a deep dive i'll tell you i'll (laughs) tell you what um because I, I was having to tell your girlfriend this anyway. Go on. Because she presumed that you saying I can't come over and have dinner with everyone like a nice sociable person uh-huh. because I'm it's doing nothing. the pod because I'm doing the yeah. podcast was uh, was just a false excuse because we do the podcast together and I was there having dinner <laughs> and I said no no it quite possibly is genuine and look at the look at the amount of notion I've got there yeah you don't have to show there's off a, your a real fucking bit. MacBook a real bit of research again. on this free MacBook what I got given um. So you don't have to do you that. You should get a free so MacBook. Yeah, you, well, I, you no, want. you're right. I should. <laughs> <laughs> I should. Declanatshame.city, if you can facilitate that. Steve, if you're listening. So Tim Apple. So um, I, I was having to explain vaguely why you might actually be busy doing some research. Oh, and it was because you'd made up that. That's okay. I got your back, dude. You missed out, though. It's very lovely. Oh. Um, and it was because you'd made up this nonsense title. Uh, yeah. What was uh, a, contemporary a contemporary ethnography, ethnography of Halloween? Halloween. Yeah. Um, and what I remember because I I was busy reading and researching spook and word content yeah. as you were kind of trying to create this calendar, this yeah. Spooktober event. All I vaguely remember you saying was something along the lines of. <laughs> The QAnon guys, they must think <laughs> something about Halloween. And it turns and then, out they don't. And then, <laughs> and then, the, and then the next the next minute you had decided on this title. Yeah. And I I just sort of nodded along. So so to my mind, what we're gonna hear, we're gonna hear a lot of what QAnon has to say <laughs> no, about no. Halloween and nothing else. Well, let's dive in, shall we? Okay, sure. I met an old big phantom at Liberal Party Conference, and its ideas were beyond reproach. The Collins Online Dictionary defines Halloween or Halloween 
as <sighs> quote the night of the 31st of October traditionally said to be the time when ghosts and witches can be seen on Halloween children often dress up as ghosts and witches uh, end quote are we a are we a sort of like right wing chud podcast now using in this episode okay we will explore the ways in which the famous spooky evening of celebration Halloween yeah is struggling oh, I no, mean struggling it? oh god to adapt to a world in which reality is increasingly more Go on. Ghoulish. <laughs> That's politics. That's politics, isn't it? Is that what you're fiction, doing? If you like politics, wait for this sentence. Okay, go on, go, go on. A world in which a concomitance of factors, and that's a very fancy word. You don't there. need to say that. From the up and coming novel coronavirus SARS CoV 2 COVID disease pandemic to the goddamn Cheeto in the <laughs> White House. <laughs> leaves us wondering. You- just- You've just, been watching, watching Spitting just, Image, haven't just, you? Just what the frightening fun holiday night Halloween is even for anymore. It's interesting that you say this because I, I personally have felt, that certainly over the last decade, Halloween's been in a real boom. Yeah, and and yet 2020 on. is on a real slump. Well, I, I don't think that that's really unique sad. to Halloween, though, is it? It is. Because it's only Halloween. All other festivities, they're doing better than ever. Are they? According to some researchers, yeah. Okay, go on. Well, who? Uh, you in your notion, who have you got? You wouldn't know. Well, that's them, all right. Let I us know. Because then I'll we'll, put the notes. myself and the listeners, we can... Well, every, any long-term listeners know that we always have our citations in the description. Yep. MLA, of course. Don't <laughs> of course, we're not monsters. Come on. Uh, so you can look there. Now, I've split this deep dive into three parts. And really, although you sort of accurately captured one element of the conception conception of this podcast idea in the sense that originally I was interested in like what how QAnon feel about Halloween because this is probably QAnon's biggest Halloween ever hopefully it, it's the biggest it will ever be although <laughs> that's probably not going to be the no, case no, no. if I know anything about the great big arc of history yeah, it go bends on. towards total <laughs> total madness um, but what I found instead was just a weird sort of snapshot of what's going on in the big world through yeah. three lenses that I've split the episode into. Uh, and I'll explain them to you now. Part one is science, and it's a short part. And I wanted to think about how government and how the CDC, the NHS, how they're responding to Halloween and the particular challenges that it poses. There's not a huge amount here. It's just a really a kind of archival exercise because, right. you know, in the future, this will be all that people have to go on for what it was like. What, your notion? Pretty much. Now I've printed out and I'm <laughs> You've sent entrusting it to, to the you. Cambridge University Press. <laughs> After that, we're going to be looking at current affairs in the news and that's going to be really the bulk of the episode. Well, that's probably my my area of expertise. That's why I like to yeah, put in yeah. the middle because I know that's where you really come into You know me, I'm an up-to-date, up-to-the-minute guy. But rather than just looking at the way in which journalists kind of refract through the prism of their own weirdness. Bloody MSM, eh? Yeah. (laughs) Am I right? That particular (laughs) angle, I thought we'd look as well at at hoi polloi, at the commenters, and really get to know what they want to know. And then last of all, we're going to be having a brief peek into our erstwhile pals, the hashtag God Gang, and seeing how the religious people are meshing their hatred of Halloween with... The, the whole co- they, corona angle. They do not believe Halloween to be a godful time, it's do they? It's certainly bad if you if you love religion. You yeah. do not want Halloween around. Oh, that's for a the shame. What about because um, as far as I know, it's kind of it's quite old Halloween. Super old. Yeah. What did um, have you had a little look at what Jesus himself had? He to was a big fan of it. He was actually the original uh, director of the Scream franchise. They thought some people think oh, okay. before Wes Craven. Why do they think that? There's some 
you know you know how the Bible's made up of different books, right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone everyone knows that. Like you don't um, have to be you, you don't, don't have to be an academic like me to kind of no, sort of you 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 were taught you did sort of modules in theology in didn't God you? all yeah. the time. Yeah, God yeah, yeah. we called them at the time, unfortunately. Yeah. I found out the guy who taught me is dead now. So Wait, what? The Provost? Yeah. He died. What? I know. Well, why? And not even recently. Well, not even why. Like, how is what I, I mean, remember, I think. but also... But I what do you speculate. mean? He wasn't old. I know he wasn't old. Wow. Um, what are you it's suggesting? Just, well, uh, foul play. Yeah. <laughs> God rest him. I really liked that guy. Yeah, he was He was all right. He was unusual. He was nice, though. Anyway, that's a tangent. Sorry, um, guys. Rest in peace. Yeah. Dr. Effid, I believe he was called. Yeah, that was his name. Yeah. I think he is dead. <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> I'm like 99% well, you, sure. You, you go on. Check. I'm, I'm going to have a little look. I can't remember what I was saying there. Something about Christ. Anyway, look, we're going to dive straight in. We don't have time to be wasting. This is a tightly constructed, tightly structured and action packed deep dive into the Halloween spirit. Here we go. Part one, science. In evaluating the scientific response to Halloween in this, the middle of 2020 year of our Lord, where the pandemic is, is raging. You've seen it, haven't you? You've seen it's going on all around. Many of the effects. It? You're working in a school, which some are calling the hotbed of the of the Rona these days, and so it behoves us, I think, to just know how to stay safe around the holiday fun does. time. Here's the advice the CDC have. I've sort of narrowed down a very long document into just some of my favourite bits, um, and they're my favourite bits because they are either like so obvious that it's a shame you have to say it, or so specific that I just wonder what they're on about. First of all, the question of masks, and you will probably have seen this doing the rounds. Yeah. But they did have to kind of unfortunately put out a big statement about what sort of mask constitutes a, a biologically protective mask. And it turns out that it's none of the, the Halloween ones, unfortunately. They say, do not wear a costume mask over a cloth mask because it can be dangerous. That if is The true. costume mask makes it hard to breathe. Instead, consider using a Halloween themed cloth mask, the likes of which I'm sure are all over Etsy, even as we speak. Like Pumpkin Smile, I'm sure, is there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, they've split the various activities that one can theoretically, but in my view, doesn't frequently do for Halloween, into low, moderate and high risk. The low ones are all what you'd expect. It's stuff like having a Halloween party with just the people you live with. One of their suggested activities was why not decorate your living space, which I think is like a stretch to call an activity. Yeah. Perhaps. Under moderate activities, and just tell me if this is something that you've done. Here's one of their recommendations. Go to a haunted forest where appropriate mask use is enforced. People can remain more than six feet apart. Go oh, to a haunted so a forest haunted where forest. appropriate mask use is enforced. People can remain more than six feet apart. That's interesting. I went to a forest today. Haunted or? Um, not well, while I, I was there, are. but it was in the day. So right. it's less haunted then, I suppose. Not a lot less, though. That's a misconception. There was a haunted man who cursed us in a very minor way mm. in that we, we went down a little dirt track yeah. that was mostly meant for bikes. Yeah, that's your first mistake. But we went down there and it was all fine. We saw a deer. Alive or? A live deer. Ghost. A live deer dancing on his way like Frolicking. through. And then we were like, wow, oh, that's amazing. And then we stopped to the side to let these people pass through. And the guy went, Oh yeah, really good path down there. You see loads of deer. Didn't see another deer all day. Mm. Not another deer all day. So I think that's demonic. That is that's, not. That's not normal, is it's it? It's a cult. What he did there. You would expect like law of averages. You'd see at least one other yeah. deer. Yeah. To see no deer, that's weirder than seeing like a deer in your own flat, probably. D- yeah. My particular sort of qualm with this was their use of the phrase "haunted forest" 
in a scientific piece of literature. Yeah. It seems like quite a, it's probably I mean, the maybe first they're time just trying, acknowledged. Maybe they're just trying to get into the, the spirit, like the festive spirit. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I just can't That's stop myself. But um, it does seem like the CDC is tacitly saying that some forests are They know. And They've it's got, good. It's moderately good to go to them. Is this like David Chase letting slip about the end of The Sopranos? I think so. Kind of, oh, no. If screaming will occur, greater distancing is advised. The greater the distance, the lower the risk of spreading a virus with the scream. That's just sensible. That is sensible. But also, if you're going to a haunted forest, you can't be accountable for when you're going to be screaming exactly, because it's not up to you. Yeah, it's up to the, the spirits and, and ghouls. That and honestly, there. many of them... Look, I don't the want surprise, to. I think. Well, they do relish the surprise. You're right, and I don't want to cast aspersions about the spirit world and those who reside there. But many of them, and yeah. this could be my filmic bias, but many of them, they are looking to cause trouble and yeah, angst, especially and therefore, filthy pervert ghosts. They will want to touch you all over in a spooky way. Therefore, they are going to do that when you're near people, so yeah. that the scream does spread the virus. That's true. They probably get off on that. To be honest, and that will kind of. And then when you die and, and you pass into their realm, they'll be like, too. they'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the circle of life. Baby. <laughs> High risk. Now these are two activities that you know people are are gonna do. Is it there's, fucking? There's no two ways about it, right? Is it Halloween spooky fucking? It's not because that comes under. They've already released all kinds of very weird advice, like an alien wrote it about fucking in both in probably most countries, but the UK's like our advice was just so don't. strange. It's it's don't, but then there's like there's weird. If they, you there must, was a, there was then. a weird interview with Matt Hancock where they tried to pin him down on what constituted like a casual relationship, and he was like, "Well, I, I think everyone everyone has their own." And they're like, "Okay, but if you'd been like date, like the interview was clearly just wanted to say like if you were sleeping with someone, <laughs> would you of state, would you still would you sleep continue? with them?" <laughs> but she couldn't quite get to that yeah. point. Um, these high risk activities, I'm going to say, are stance on tasses if possible. And, you know, it's a big if. Do avoid these for just this season. Oh, okay, go on. Let's have Going a look. on hay rides or tractors with people who are not in your household. Now, if that's part of your normal Halloween lineup, I know you're going to be gutted. <sighs> yeah, and I know you are. It, it's a sacred tradition. We see yeah. it around here in Collendale as well. We can't stop doing it. And, but and, we are going to. And it, yeah. <laughs> um, in case the CDC is listening. No, no one is more disappointed than Isaac. That yeah. They've said you can't, <laughs> Love a tractor. You can't have interfamilial tractor I'm a, I'm a deeply agricultural guy. <laughs> I think that reads on the podcast. I have a great love of nature and of getting up early and of Some, mud. Sometimes, you, you know, you wander into the living room. He's he's just sat there eating his dinner. He's not Listening watching YouTube. Listening to Joe. He's not, he's not watching YouTube. He's just... He's just chatting to himself about crop rotations yeah, and Love fallow fields and Love oh, knowing what yeah. fallow is. The other one that I'm afraid is is probably cancelled for this year. Don't say it because I feel your, like you're going to... It's your annual trunk or treat where treats are handed out from trunks of cars lined up in large oh, parking lots. no, not the trunk or yeah, treat. The, the trunky tea is off. You can't fucking do it. But I... And for me that... I was going to get a battery for the car just so that I could head down to the local trunk and um, tree. When I read that, I my instinct, you know, when sometimes you read something or you see something, you just get that like flash of anger that you can't even suppress. Yeah. Even I, I had that just course through me and I had to really just take a moment and be like, it's for a good cause. I can't believe. Well, you know. Go on. Well, I don't, I don't want to say. You weren't going to argue that it's for a good cause, were you, that we can't do trunk or tree? No, I, I was going to say, you know, who's fault it is oh go on I don't look I don't want to I don't want to blame him 
Got, but I've been it? reading on the internet. What are they saying on there? Well, they're saying it's that it's the Chinese. The China flu. I've heard a lot of yeah. prominent politicians talking about that too. And I guess that... Because when, when... Do they do trunk or treat in China? I don't know. Because when that first kind of was being touted on online and in the news, I was thinking it, this seems like an, in, an incredibly kind of racist conspiracy theory. What, that China did... Coronavirus well, they, to prevent us doing trunk or treat and hay rides. Yeah, well, and everything. And I think like, that's probably the main reason. Well, that was their. That's what was in their sites. But yeah. you know, I think that the the tacit i i idea behind the theory was that they also thought, as well as stopping the trunk and treat and the it's interfamilial like, hay rides, two birds they stone. might also kind of like bring down America and and all of this. Uh, and yeah. I was thinking, wow, that, it seems like a really short sighted, bigoted, xenophobic. Kind of I guess his view. Well, did any? No one died in China, did they? Because if you were doing that think. sort of attack, then you wouldn't want to. Why? Well, I, I, I don't know people. the numbers myself. I know I said I'm a news guy, but I don't know the numbers on that one myself. You're not. Yeah, you're but not what I what I think head. is they wouldn't let that persist in the news, and they certainly wouldn't be like ramping out when things are getting pro- disproportionately worse here. Mm. Just if it wasn't true, would they? Do if I think? know, if I know our good old ruling class. And I call them that with affection because yeah. I, lo- I love to be ruled. You, I love to be dominated by a feudal sort of system. He's always looking up rules just to make just sure he's following To have them. them enforced upon me. Yeah. I think they've got our best interests firmly. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's it for science. Science. Oh. You know what scientists are like? They want us to have fun and they want us to have fun safely. So listen, I, I know it's tough and I, I can only hope that you and I, Declan, and you and I, the listener, will be back on the tractor in 2021. Maybe what... Yeah, but not we're not waiting until October twenty twenty one, are we? Like we we, we can, can maybe probably... do a harvest harvest sort of thing. When's that's, harvest? Well, that's, that's I have no clue. That's when harvest like is. not that's like around this time as oh, well. Is it? Oh, fuck that then. Uh, May May Day. That sounds like a fun one. Okay, that's a long that's a long old way away still, isn't it? Part two of this contemporary ethnography of Halloween takes on a different lens, and this is really what to me is the essence of an ethnography is that is the lived experience, right? And what's more lived and experienced than being in the UK and reading about other people in the UK. And that's what we're going to be doing. I found a few articles that really take different approaches to dissecting the hallow fever, as mm-hmm. we like to call it, on TAS. Um, and then, you know, they're not from some of the more prestigious outlets, but then I always feel that those journalists are kind of, they're using $5 words and they're writing $5 stories. Yeah. And Sometimes you just want to read a bunch of shit. I feel like those those ju- journalists yeah. in scare quotes, scare quotes. That's nice. Scary quotes, <laughs> yeah. you could even say. I, um, that just makes it a double I'll think joke. about it, yeah. yeah that's just in scary scare quotes. Uh-huh. They're, um, Triple joke. That I feel like they're being given lines as well, and I and I don't I don't think they're always writing from the heart. Whereas, yeah. whereas what, what, what was who was the first one? Did you so say? So this is from the Express, um, and they always write from the heart in the Express. They've uh, got a lot of racist hearts at the Express, haven't they? A bunch of them, mostly. <laughs> um, but I don't think I I really agree with that criticism that you've leveled at some of the other some of the broadsheets. Yeah, um, emphasis on the broad there, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I meant in terms what, women. of women. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't mean that. No. <laughs> right, okay. I meant in fat, terms of their their sort of brush fat caps. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. This I don't think was being written from any particular party line because it's an article entitled <laughs> "Not the Party Spirit." Clairvoyant blasts quote irresponsible Poundland for selling one pound Ouija boards for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard to know in whose interest or in whose pocket the pocket of big Ouija 
<laughs> this particular <laughs> article finds itself. Well, this is not Big Ouija, is it? Aren't they being flamed for it? I think if you were in the pocket of Big Ouija, then you wouldn't want one-pound Ouija boards on the market. I think you'd be I saying... Know, Big Ouija do. It's, 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 it's indie Ouija who don't. I yeah. don't know. I think, I think part inherent to... Or maybe, is the maybe it's a, maybe it's a like known, like all publicity is good publicity yeah. thing where they're like, they weren't selling enough one pound Ouija oh, boards. So they've flag. done a, yeah, so they've, they've really planted big. an article. That's really big. They've paid off. I'm not saying they have paid them off, but who was it? This who wrote, medium. Who wrote... Oh, I don't know. I do not credit journalists because okay. I don't think they would deserve Oh, is this a journalist at the Express? It's a journalist who, well, in a sense. Okay. But who we will be crediting is the medium, and that's Julie Tetley, age 64. Oh, that paid her off. She's from Scarborough, and she does claim that yeah. the devices can, quote, destroy lives. Poundland is selling one-pound boards in their creepy town Halloween displays. She worries children will pick them up, quote, for fun. And oh, I hate it when this happens. Summon the spirits inadvertently. No. So it's not even about those children who are trying so, to do it. Okay, well, here's something I don't know, and maybe more enlightened listeners, yep. maybe yourself. Yeah, I'm quite One of the most enlightened listeners that we have um, could could enlighten me. Uh-huh. Um, it, it, is a one-pound Ouija board, like, just as good for, yeah. for summoning the spirit? Is it that the spirits, they're not picky? The, They'll go to any old the board? The thing about spirits is... They don't follow our rules. And so, you know, sometimes people will come at you with one of these things where it's like yeah. the spirits are only inhabiting these very expensive, even antique Ouija boards that mm-hmm. are involved in suspicious crimes, like the antique Ouija board of a, a serial killer or something. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who maybe used it whilst planning their next victim. But in contemporary ghostology, most of us on the forums do agree that the Ouija board is just... It's tools, not rules, is what we could you say. Could we just, like, get a couple of bits of paper, Absolutely. stick them together and Absolutely. make one? I think sometimes when we've done our cups feature, we have been doing that under the influence oh, of demons. Oh, God. <laughs> just because it's a bit similar. Yeah, it's not too... It's not dissimilar. Yeah, that's what you would say. It's essentially the same. Oh, wow, that's interesting. So we're going to read through this. Okay, there's a lot on. of... Um, to, there's a lot to unpack here, but I think what we want to say up front is that Julie, she does have everyone's best interests at heart. That's good. That will become even more clear. She's the hero of this story. For sure. A medium has blasted Poundland as being utterly irresponsible for flogging Ouija boards for Halloween. Clairvoyant Tetley claims the devices can destroy <laughs> people's lives and, quote, spirits can cause suicides. She fears she will be busy in the next couple of months dealing with the fallout from people dabbling in the dark arts by inadvertently summoning sinister spirits. That's some alliteration for you. Mm, Bob Honey, like, your heart out. Yeah. Using the one pound prop. The 64-year-old medium was horrified to discover the boards, a firm favourite in horror movies, were being sold as a Halloween decoration in the Scarborough branch of the store. Although Julie accepts the board is merely a tool, she says it encourages people to, quote, open up their energies and communicate with spirits, oh, some more, quote, good, sinister than others. Ooh. She claimed people should leave the so-called game well alone, as she believes that evil spirits can lead to suicides among those they attach to. This next sentence is low-key the maddest part of the article, and it has prompted me, as you may have seen in our Discord, and if you haven't, you can find it there, to contact Poundland's press team to find out the logic behind this decision. Sale of the product, even in advance of this media storm, is restricted to over 18s and the product is labelled for adults only. As if it's like a sex thing or like <laughs> drugs. Why would what? they why would they do that? It, it implies that whoever made it thinks it is real. I need someone from Poundland to go on record and say, say because ghosts are real, because, we had to restrict Because you it. could die using yeah. it. <laughs> like what 
that's a, that really caught me off guard when I read that. I was yeah, like, what a strange I wonder, decision. like, if there is a particular... Like, because with things like, say, a scary movie, mm-hmm. like, that's not actually dangerous to you in the sense of being able to hurt you. No, but we have a but, longest... Well, I would argue that it is potentially. I think you can be psychologically scarred yes, from but the like that's of a the, movie. Yeah, but that's the... So that that is the, like, trade-off there, yeah. is it can't actually hurt you, but... It, it has content that could be damaging. Yeah. A Ouija board, board is just, is just... It's just letters it's just the alphabet, and a really. circle. Yeah. It's just, are you banning the whole alphabet? I think this is really... They've buried the lead, and that is like... I'll update listeners when we hear back from Panland. I can only assume it's going to take a while. Um, but well, they're too busy flogging one pound Ouija. Hashtag one pound Ouija. Julie from Scarborough said, it's totally and utterly irresponsible for Poundland to be selling this. It's horrendous. Children will buy them. They well, they just, can't. No, yeah, that's true. Children Don't will worry. buy them. They just want fun. They see it on TV. We're referring to fun, I think. They don't understand what they're doing. What a funny description of children. They see fun on TV. These three things apply to children. They just want fun. They see it on TV. They don't understand what they're doing. It can destroy their lives in every way. In every way? I thought <laughs> it was a really specific unturned. way. No. Oh, God. It can bring negative influences around you all the time. They need to know the intent of using these boards is to speak to the spirit. And I'm curious about that phrasing as well. Him like or who, them. Which one? Um, I've got here a little snapshot. The at UK Haunted Twitter account, which I can only imagine is one of the fucking endless dross programs where Derek Akora goes, oh, there's a fucking ghost in that room and then just everyone screams at nothing. Yeah. They tweeted, when the pound shop sells Ouija boards for Halloween as if, as if this year wasn't bad enough. And someone replied, at Zombie Sands, the question is, what kind of spirit would be summoned by a Poundland Ouija board? <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that there's like an elitism. A discount spirit. I'm not getting out yeah. of bed for a Poundland Ouija. <laughs> Sometimes people say, this board doesn't work. It hasn't moved. But <laughs> Go on, crucially. they have already opened up that channel to spirits. Then they'll know about that later. Oh. <laughs> Julie threatened us. That's a very interesting loophole to... Wow, the Ouija board is nonsense. Well, don't worry, it could later. I love this introductory clause and I'm sort of jealous that it doesn't and will never apply to me. A medium all her life, comma, Julie said that those... those, From day dot. (laughs) Those untrained in energies may find themselves at the mercy of, quote, unscrupulous characters. What I want to know is, like, every time time the spooktober comes around and, and we... Get yeah, have the a fucking outrage, the Halloween episode, and we we kind of like look into summoning the spirit. Yeah, it's always the most it's ludicrous, yeah. complicated, we and equipment heavy like set of <laughs> instructions. You couldn't time. inadvertently do it, even if you were looking to do it so. Does seem hard. So like. What does she... Oh, hang on. Oh, no, he's dropped the board. Jimmy's moved it onto no... Oh, <laughs> oh God, above no, himself is here. <laughs> like, we had candles. They were blown out. We, they were we lit chanted up. In we had wine. We, we Like, we did absolutely everything. Walked around in a circle for a bit. There was all of that. And, and yet, we didn't get a single fucking dead poet. Yet. There yet. was that bread that flew off the top counter. But that, so. in fact, was in before that. Uh, yeah, it was. Year. So no. maybe we've got one of those time travel. We things. inadvertently opened it up. Mm. Oh, yeah, God. It's mad, isn't it? Julie's right. Julie said, you get people who are unscrupulous, people who would take advantage, I and bet people get, who are very sinister. Here. I bet you get demons like that as well. She, so far, she's just talking about people in real life. Oh, okay. Because then she says, 
you also get the same in spirits. Uh, <laughs> so she's kind of a cynic, I think. Yeah. Jane. She sees humanity for what it is, which is a great big dirty. Well, hat. she's been a medium all her life. Their personality is still there. It's still who they are in spirit form. And if a darker energy attaches itself to a naive person, they will just take advantage. They can cause stress and worry. Wow. I like this bit as <laughs> no well. No one's suffering with that already. She goes from, and this is a common thing with like ghost people, and we talked about it in. Sorry, the, it's a common thing with who? Ghost people. Oh, ghost people. Yeah. We talked by which you you don't actually mean ghosts. People who you are mean ghosts. People who are obsessed yeah. by slash involved with yeah. ghosts. Sort of people in the professional ghost. People who are ghost adjacent. Yeah. The ghost adjacents will often, and we talked about this in our episode about astral projecting, which I can't remember what it was called, but it was quite good. Um, they oscillate from. So vague things like, uh, yeah, oh, if you look at a Ouija board, a bad thing might happen once to yeah. so specific. And this is in the latter category. They'll give them information that's right. So first of all, that sounds good. They could give you the lottery numbers. I wish they would. Then all of a sudden, and oh, she no. must be speaking from experience. Here's the twist. This board will spell out something like, they're going to be a fatal accident. <laughs> Grammar mistake at all. Or... One of your parents is going to be killed. Oh, no. First of all, a Ouija board spelling that out would take ages. Forever. It would take a really long time. They'll uh, say something horrendous. Interestingly, quite similar to the threatening messages that our narrator received from Toad in the last, yeah. in the Spook and Word episode. So perhaps the Mario 64 was acting as a kind of Ouija board, a digital Ouija. Yeah, well, there's no, thought. there's nothing in this article. Julie hasn't told me anything to say that there has to be a physical board no, there. she hasn't. In fact, she said only bullshit. People, so what she's saying is it's not just the Poundland boards. You've just got to be careful every second of Anytime the day. there's a couple that you don't letters. Inadvertently. Yeah, spell out, come over, Satan. And he does, takes you up on it. They'll say something horrendous and have that person worried because the other things they've given have been true. It can cause a lot of stress. The spirit will start to manipulate their mind. Hang on, but that implies that those things that the spirits are saying, the cruel things, are are not true. Yeah, it does imply that. But But I think the spirit is just... But the main thing is just that you'll be worried that they are. Yeah, and that... But if you believe in ghosts, you surely are worried about those things anyway. No, this is only when a ghost tells you. sorry. But I like... She's also sort of unlocked a secret exploit in ghost law which is that a ghost is powerless to tell you anything other than the truth the truth so like the truth or yeah they're, they're powerless to tell you anything other than good truths and bad and obviously and horrible bad lies. lies so you're like oh the lottery number is four your mum's dead you're like well okay yeah well oh no i'm, I'm very scared quid on four then <laughs> very good very good ghosts it can almost cause suicide so it's very dangerous Oh, well, I'm, if, if it's almost... Concerned Julie said spirits summoned through a Ouija board cause lingering problems for years, and she does advise people to avoid using them. And now there's, there's just another... I'm really fascinated by the way Julie Julie's mind works. She just sort of is... Pot, she's quite a deep thinker, I think, but mm-hmm. in a way that the article's author has, has not really captured, like, what the space was between these different thoughts, because now she just says something quite profound. She says, Time's nothing to spirits. They can lie dormant for years and suddenly surface. Like Einstein said, you cannot destroy energy. It just changes form. My advice is to steer clear of Ouija boards. <laughs> like, what's the link? Is that what Einstein was going on about? I don't, I think, I don't think he knew that that was what he was talking about. But mm. again, he's more inadvertently, yeah. yeah more he was, you, he was naively limited to yeah. the idea of the entire universe. <laughs> and he you failed idiot. to think about 
Ghosts. I know people are interested around Halloween as they want to do what they call spooky things. I don't know what she means by that. She has a different definition. It's certainly not for the faint-hearted. They she's leave it she's well got alone. us there because that's exactly what we want to do. <laughs> they should leave it well alone and do something else. Now, this was on, I think I said the Express. It could have been the Standard. I, I, as I say, I don't respect journalists, so I didn't take note of many of them. Okay. Um, unless it was to criticise them particularly. And this article was fine. It was written fine. Some of the comments, though, really do leave a lot to be desired in terms of who we're sharing our big country with, I guess. Because oh, there's a lot of people who no, are... not the comments. In my yeah. view, just... I don't know. They're just sort of... Some of them are cynics, and some of them just aren't giving Julie the time of day. And I, I, don't, I don't like that. Especially not in the Spooktober. I think you've got to be open-minded, haven't you? You definitely have. Not so open-minded that a demon flies in. You don't want to leave the mind agape. No. You just want it to be receptive. A healthy, a healthy amount of a jar, I think. Exactly. But then there are some people as well who have taken it, if anything, more seriously than, than Julie. Um, let's, just, let's just dive in. We've got Mummy Quattro, who says, I have a healthy respect for the dark arts and would never entertain one of those boards, which is a very weird way of phrasing That's that. That's all right. Well, good for you. I consider myself to be a down-to-earth, level-headed type, but there's no way I'd have one of these things in my house. My own brother told me about his adventures, and it scared him. It scared him more when the events predicted came to be. That's from In the Wake of the Flood, oh, who would describe himself as a down-to-earth, What were the events? Type. Oh, they didn't, uh, they didn't get into that. Maybe it was entirely. that flood. <laughs> it could have been. I have heard lots of strange things happening with these Ouija boards, says this person. <laughs> <laughs> it's very online. He's read the article. <laughs> I'd much prefer a Ouija board than a PlayStation. Far more interesting. Someone replied, you can turn a PlayStation off though. And then someone else replied, can you? (laughs) Such an interesting little commentary. Three people really talking past each other, I found. Yeah, three people who, none of whom seem to have complete knowledge of either the subject they claim to be an expert (laughs) in, nor the subject that they're responding to. Using one of these is a great way to get your house haunted. And believe me, that is not fun. At what, best, you can. What get do you possessed. want? Your house haunted? Get one of these. <laughs> what about at best, you can get possessed? What's, what's the, above that? The, the most we can hope for from this. <laughs> the best outcome. Ouija boards. This is in the category again, like Julie's Einstein thing of just two sentences which don't relate. I understand why the person thinks they do, but they don't. Ouija boards are not toys and should never be used by children. We live in a vast universe. We're probably not alone. <laughs> They don't contact aliens, do they, Ouija boards, traditionally? I love the idea that his his thinking there is either that he has conflated ghosts and aliens or that the universe is so big, there's probably ghosts somewhere. (laughs) Someone replied to this saying, yes, they are quite literally games originally designed and distributed by Waddington as a parlour game, which is true, I think. But I don't think they came from that. They were popularised by that. Yeah. And then someone, the original person who said we live in the vast universe said, not true. They are not just games, but a simple yet powerful psychic device. They are originally marketed by William Fold, a businessman from Baltimore who suffers an uncanny death. And I thought, oh, that's piqued my interest. Not an uncanny death. An uncanny death. death is a very weird description of a death. So yeah, I looked yeah. up and I went on his Wikipedia. Um, on February 24th, 1927, Fold climbed to the roof of his three-story factory to supervise the installation of a flagpole. And he fell off. Oh, Pretty uncanny. That right? is spooky. That's where the ghosts will get you, is the roof. Yeah, because anyone would look at that and yeah. think, there's a man who died in an old school hard hat accident. He's climbed on the roof to yeah. do some work. He's not taken the necessary precautions and he's fallen off. I think he had a heart attack and, and fell off or something. Like it wasn't, it didn't seem to me too uncanny, but I guess maybe I don't know all the details. You know, I was um, reading recently 
about this person who was a comedian. Oh yeah. And then they, uh, they unfortunately were diagnosed with cancer. Oh no. And then they died. And I was like, that's, that's pretty weird, that's isn't it? Uncanny. Like, because you think funny person. Yeah. Sad death. Not funny death. And you think, What's something's, going on there? Yeah, something's a, someone, something's afoot. Someone up there is playing with their light and shade. Oh, oh, getting some of that that's, contrast. That, I think that's what they call them. Um, Go on. Da, oh no, yeah. hang on, no. Let me know. Give me a second to get it. Okay, it's, I'll read another few comments while you it's, have a think. Uh, dark humor. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not familiar with that. <clears throat> yeah, no. like something spitting image would do, maybe. <laughs> I am go. typing. They, no one's safe there. No <laughs> one is safe. Yeah, they'll get Greta. <laughs> I am typing this comment from the other side. The funniest part is you'll think I'm joking. This has big uh, two sentence horror story yeah. energy. Someone just practicing in the comments. And then the last one from this article is least we'll get some company in lockdown. Bring on the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Bring on the ghosts. This is a very short little middle interlude to our news section. Very brief article, mostly a picture for you to look at. Amazon masks. Amazon to remove hugely distasteful coronavirus Halloween masks. Rebecca oh, no. Spear Cole reports in the standard. Oh dear. They cost £14.59. I don't want to see it. That's, they, that's spooky already. The, hey, the 15 product, quid. There's a great bit in uh, the article where Rebecca Spear Cole, I, I guess she just wanted us to be well informed because she does mention that they're manufactured in China. Okay, yeah. She yeah. makes a, a sort of a whole. Well, lots of things are. That. Lots of things are. Yeah. That's, you know. And I guess like. You know, a cynical media interpreter would say that you're trying to, like, I don't know, like, draw a comparison. Foster between... some sort of racist connection. Yeah, but I I doubt Rebecca. She's got a double barrel surname. Those people, myself included, I, always... I'm inclined them. to think they're trustworthy. Yeah, well, they're probably rich and, and went to well, that's, a fancy Well, that's good, isn't it? Let's have a look. Um, it's. I'm just going to tell you a little bit okay, about it. Okay, go on, yeah, yeah. It will frighten, quote, everyone at the party, according to the description, and leave an, quote, amazing and lasting impression. Oh, no. Rachel Power, the chief executive of the Patients Association, told The Sun, these masks show a For terrible the lack of judgment. Patients Association, I guess people who've been in hospital. Uh, they show a terrible lack of judgment, and I hope they will be removed. Amazon simply said, we are removing this product. Okay. Let me just zoom in so you get we'll a bigger look. look at them. I'm going to give you the one, two, three turnaround. We've got one with a white background, one with a black. I'm going to go with the black background because you get a bit more contrast. A spookier as Ready, well. Ready, steady, bang! How would you feel if that came up I mean, right it is, in your grill? It is not good. It looks like Jack Skellington's been diagnosed with every skin disease yeah, available. It, it's bad. It's it's actually not as bad as I was thinking. I thought it was going to be something offensive. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. They've gone for... It is ludicrous. But I, I would not w- wish to see it. It is... Like, when we say mask, mm-hmm. you're probably thinking, listener... Like a sort of COVID mask, a little surgical over the mouth mask. Yeah, no. This it's is big, like it's, it's like you're wearing it's the like moon on Neil Buchanan from Art Attack took mm-hmm. a goldfish bowl and made it into a big horrific Terrorism. living virus. Yeah. Um, there was an article that I didn't bother to read much of because it was so boring and bad. But it was uh, one of those things that they like to do in tabloids, um, like the Mail and the Sun. I think this was the Mail, in fact, where it's like for and against something so it'll oh, be okay. like someone yeah, yeah. making the woke case and then someone like ripping into going wow like, that's shit as if come on um there was about banning halloween right and the the overall theme was that everyone in the daily mail they hate americans now it turns out they're all moaning about how, how halloween is like an american import and it's so consumerist and that's famously a problem that the daily mail yeah readership has before we um before we kind of fostered the special relationship mm-hmm. um there was no kind of ghoulish folklore in, in this country 
that's what I read. Yeah, that's true. That was the that was where it was about the kind of like late seventeen and early early eighteen hundreds where it started that that we developed even one myth. Yeah. The first ghost was around the time of Dickens, wasn't it? Yeah. And then he came up with three. And then he was like, like bang, oh, I'm going to riff <laughs> on this idea. <laughs> so I just went straight to the comments and here's just a selection to just capture, you know, this is the function of our ethnography to capture what's going on in our culture and reflect it yeah, back. Yeah, that, that's got big ethnography vibes. One of the canteen ladies, says old man, once asked me what I was doing for Halloween that year. I told her that I would do what I always did. Absolutely nothing. I may acknowledge oh. the existence of the powers of evil and darkness, but I will never pay any tribute to them. Wow. It's a, it's a call to arms, really, against the ghosts. Yeah, by saying that he's not going to partake yeah. of their evil. He's saying, fuck you. He's got the door firmly shut, yeah. and that means they, they cannot get in. Halloween died when it became trick or treat, says Son of the West. We never went begging for sweets in my day, but had fun dressing up and hollowing out turnips for lanterns. Now it's Americanized, you can keep it. Turnips? I don't... Don't... So I assumed that was just him, but other people say that in the old, in the fucking horrid old days, they were hollowing <laughs> Back out in anything the awful that you could find. <laughs> anything person anything that was vaguely a big potato. Someone, oh. someone... You can't hollow out a potato because you the can't. skin is not robust. No. <laughs> so what did they mean? I didn't even include that one because it annoyed me so much. <laughs> I can really picture you I was just that. like, no, no, it's not true, is it? <laughs> Come armed with a long stick to knock on doors, is a quote from the article. That was the advice of the person who's pro-keeping Halloween. Right. What could possibly go wrong with hordes of excited kids hyped up on cheap foreign sweets running around in the dark, Why waving foreign long sticks sweet? about? This country is so racist. <laughs> it's really just not... It's it's. There's nothing you could do no, at this point, is there? It's just... Drown, really. Like, it's, it is Into the very scene. hopeless because we kind of tried to make it less racist. Yeah. And it worked a bit. But and then, then it really, and then it really, really backfired. And now you can put foreign in front of anything. And you can put and foreign in front of anything. it will sell a billion copies yep. to centrist and further right dads. I, I honestly think if someone did the Veep thing of like, <clears throat> Jonah in the last series mm-hmm. where he his entire platform for president is that he's anti-math because they're <laughs> because they're Arabic oh, numbers they're like funny. Muslim math like if you ran on that platform People here would, you would win a yeah, super majority you could, probably, you could, you could not, probably pass a referendum that said we're going to have our own numerals you could found a party hmm. that was the no Arab maths party yeah. and you would you would win ties in with seats. a theme we've talked about before about how like men, especially right-wing men, have a weird hang-up about not being very good at maths. And whenever I teach their kids, and they're always like, well, I could do it, of course, but it's changed since my day. Yeah, it's and like, it's okay, weird man. how it often manifests as mocking Diane Abbott for that yeah. one time oh, she got some numbers wrong. Very it's funny. funny they're it? witty. Yeah. Never mind good. COVID wards. I th- hope the eye hospitals are on alert, finishes that person who talked about long sticks. Halloween. These days, it's a commercial money trap. In my day, we were content with lighting a lantern and scaring each other around dark corners, looking outside for flying witches. Loved it. Feel sorry for today's kids. <laughs> Don't. Let they're, me just speak for them. Do not. It is much better. They'll never know the they wonders of now. having a little lantern looking the for their friends, looking up to the sky for witches, which they famously, they cannot do anymore. Have you had a little gander at Mars, by the way? That's yeah, spooky, isn't it? Yeah. You see it out there? It's pretty, it's, pretty hype. It's, well, it looks like everything else in the sky. But I am vehemently opposed to trick-or-treating, says Neely. It's begging. There's no other word for it. Wow. How could, I, 
How could I have presumed that the people who don't like trick-or-treating also speak of begging pejoratively? What gives people the right, the right to go to a stranger's front door and ask for sweets and treats? What do you mean? Like, what What do you mean? What surely is your, your point by that? Your, any view of, like, positive liberty would be like, surely libertarians think you should be able to go and ask I, anyone yeah. for candy at any point. And you can turn them down if you want. Yeah. But, like, but if, I, if my will dominates yours, I'll have your candy. Yeah, well, that's, just that's ex- how it works. Ex- yeah. It's just mad. Like, what do they, what do they mean by, like, have the right? Like, what person has the right... What sort of postman has the right yeah. to step on my front door and knock? It's amazing. Um, last couple here. There's one that I just reread, which just really... I mean, it's it's really sad, but it really does it for me. <laughs> oh, God. This is not that one. Halloween is an Americanism and only celebrated here of late, which depicts the emergence of the ghoulish woke movement. Admirable. I don't, I don't know what that <laughs> what means. Do, I what, really have tried to pass what, it. What do they times. support? I don't, don't that's know. interesting. And then the last, it, it, it was coincidentally the last comment that I saw because it was the most recent and I'd started at the back. But also the one that we're going to end up with is very simply from Lukey Luke. It's just like under 10 words. And it really sums up kind of a, a winning vibe in response to this article. Oh, go on. Who gives a who? I've lost my job. <laughs> It's like, yes, Luke, you're correct. This is not something we need to worry about at all. Oh, oh, no, Luke. Not even a bit. I mean, I hope you find work, Luke. Yeah, no, me too. Luke, I'm I'm glad that you've decided to put the article in in keen, in a sharp perspective for a lot of the people who have taken to heart. That guy the who was wokes. that guy wasting his time feeling sorry for today's kids yeah, because they, they don't look up corners. at the sky. The woke stars. <laughs> they want us to live in a grid. Oh, the world's too lit already. No use for lanterns. <laughs> a grid does have corners. I realise, as I said. Don't worry about it. Uh, last two little brief bits from the news section. One of them, I was just searching Halloween on all these horrid sites, and this one was an article that was spun entirely from one Instagram post Vanessa Hudgens did of herself dressed right. up for Halloween. And the, the top comment that I saw and then decided I didn't need to see anymore was glorifying death. Next. <laughs> <laughs> the last few comments to read from people, from, you know, the, the great British public. And I, I do, I know you do as well, think they are great. Like, we should get that out. That's well, that's what they're called. They're called the great British for public. For a reason, right? And it's, it's well, because they're from they're Great so Britain. Great. Yeah. This is from the CBBC Newsround site. And so these are children, I think, commenting. And what was what was interesting I, is that I, I'm going to say that I don't think it's children commenting. I think it. I think it is. Having read them, I think it is. Mm, They're all discussing. Don't overestimate the the average yeah, great British adult. But they talk about TikTok a lot in a way that is too specific for adults to really, Quite, okay. myself included, know what they're going on about. And talk about besties and BFFs. So I was in and the, also the comments are just much nicer. I was in the background of a TikTok the other day. Mm, that's yeah. big. What did oh in your school? Yeah, did I just wandered in. I did not dab. You should have dabbed. No, you got it. You got it next time. I've got. Like, I don't want to let you, you down. You could floss. I don't want to let you down, <laughs> and on. I don't want to um, make you feel bad. Oh, go on. Live on the on the pod, yeah. but dabbing, right? It's not what we thought it was with no. the kids. No, <laughs> what? I thought this was <laughs> no top culture currency. No, you you you'd think right, and it was yet only, in the six last week, in the six or seven it? weeks that I've been working at this school, not as much dabbing. I haven't as... seen a single dab. That could be. I've not heard mention of the dab. It... I dropped mention of the dab, and I got some kind of confused looks. A couple. You were of like, "Come on, kid, let's dab on some numbers." 
you might have said. I didn't say that, no. I, I definitely like, didn't say anything like, like that. So so I, d- I wouldn't hmm. have embarrassed myself by doing that. Here is just a little selection of the, the what I'm going to call the youth's comments. And as I said, the main character of them was that they were engaging more intellectually with the question that this article posed. And it was an article kind of giving them a quite nicely written, very balanced overview of here are the pros, here are the cons of why we should consider doing Halloween differently this year. And then there was a little poll at the end they could vote on. I think it should be banned forever because I do not want to be scared at Halloween. All I do is listen to Halloween music and dress up probably as Hermione. Lol. (laughs) (laughs) So definitely a child, I think, because it's just, it's got that kind of all over the place vibe. That that could be a child. It could also be any lib woman. They're called... Lib white woman. They're called Turquoise Mermaid, which doesn't narrow that down. Oh, dear. It all depends where you are because I love sweets. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. That's fantastic. Then there's a very strange... This is much better discourse already. It's just everyone was quite nice to each other, like even when Mm. they were disagreeing. Yeah. And they have... It's quite weird, actually, because like the forum is not really a a concept for are these even gen z little kids who are like 12 younger younger do we even have a name for that generation whatever they're going to be called the idea of like a forum is not really a thing that they interface with a lot but here it's a very old school thing and they've sort of developed or you can see some of them have developed like or rediscovered the idea of forum signatures and stuff so there'll be like turquoise mermaid here for here for chat about this and then like weird emojis it's very funny i put i'm not sure in the poll I put this because I'm vegetarian and I've never been trick-or-treating before. (laughs) And then someone replied, well, you know what happens in trick-or-treating, so what do you think? And then someone else replied, hey, I'm vegetarian, never done trick-or-treating either. I just love having fun at home in a Halloween costume. (laughs) And then the real voice of reason says, what's being vegetarian got to do with (laughs) trick-or-treating? I'm presuming they're worried that there might not be like gelatin-free sweets or something. Yeah, yeah, I guess that could be it, yeah. Yeah. What's the difference between... Imagine getting, going... Like, that. that is a spitting image sketch, isn't what, it? The wokes like, having to... You, like, knocking and... knocking on the door for trick or treat. Yeah. And then you, the the humble, the, like, normal, the average yeah. guy, I'll offering be... them a bowl of sweets. And I'm getting turned down by the wokes. Of, and they're like, oh, sorry, is this, uh, is this gluten-free? <laughs> <laughs> Some people... Uh, maybe it's Greta Thunberg, and, and she's like, oh, is this... Uh, I, it's very funny when people have, like, a medical... It's... Oh, it's thing. great. And then, like, they're or like, a choice. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, that choices are. It that's is for, funny when that's people try to be ethical, isn't it? <laughs> What's the difference between getting sweets yeah. from a shop and getting them from a neighbour? It's probably been touched by more people when you buy it from the shop. Also, if someone has COVID, I'd like to think they have the sense not to answer the door. <laughs> <laughs> you would like to think that? And then the last. I, I mean, few... the big difference, I don't know if, you, if you've made an account to comment, no, but I is, think, that, I think I go to is that it's free. That's true. I do hope everyone can still celebrate Halloween and do trick or treating as well. I like some of them are. I want to know to what the people who are enjoying it alone, dressed up indoors by themselves, are Just doing. Vibing. <laughs> Just be vibing, dabbing. Children be vibing. Yeah. By the way, this year of 2020 is definitely a year to remember. Of course, no child can spell the word definitely correct. No, definitely a year to remember. <laughs> when I'm older, I will surely remember this year. And what? Why can they all spell been. defiantly? Yeah, like, they all can. It's like it's like my girlfriend how she doesn't know her left and right, oh. but it's that she it's not that she doesn't know them. There's no fifty fifty chance she gets it. She will always get it wrong. Mm. So like, so she does. She's know. got it she backwards. Needs to remember. Like they, way. why do they all know how to spell defiantly? Times like this bring the world closer and friendship is strengthened. Dot 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 dot. 
if your friends have not stuck by you, they are fake. Oh, oh, oh. and then the last you can cut them out, and that is self care. I've read about that from the the from final the teams. final little cap off from Crazy Rainbow Plane. Looked at the poll, wasn't happy to see that a fifth of people wanted Halloween cancelled. I want sweets. Twenty percent of people are having a malfunction. <laughs> That's a very funny wording. Now the last section is mercifully brief. We've got only two things to look at, and one of them is. Too startling to really get into in much detail. <laughs> I discovered there's a charity, which seems right. like a very good charity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those, and I do find these a little upsetting, where they're doing good works, but they've got that hidden thing of like, after you've sort of done the good work, you try and convert people to Christianity. Oh, that is I do find that sort of upsetting. Um, they not a big fan of Halloween, as you might expect, because they're oh, super Christian. Hmm. Um, and so what they do every year is create this action pack which is a big PDF that you can have shipped to you. And I accidentally did get one shipped to my mum. Oh, no. Because it made you put in an address to get the download. And then it was like, we've sent it. I was like, oh, oh God. I put in a very weird fake name as well. So good luck. Um, I was just thinking, yeah. oh, sorry to interrupt the charity. Do you think there's any way that we could market a kind of pro, a massively pro-Christian Halloween? Right based around the whole idea of it's the Holy Spirit's night as well. Uh, yeah, probably. And we could get all of their dogs. We could get like, uh, what are they called? The big the big band, the big Christian band, yeah. Hillsong. There, there we, we go. go. We get them to do a song. The ones who in our first episode you referred to like as Hillsborough. As Hillsborough. That was unfortunate. <laughs> How times have changed. Um, they create this pack around, in my view, a sort of mistakenly chosen mascot, Patch the Pumpkin, who does he does look like this? Now just give him oh, a little to make him much scarier than the oh no the coronavirus mask. He's huge. He's he he's is like eight a, feet tall. He's like a snowman whose head is sort of blowing up as you look at it. What him. they've done, they've made the age-old mistake of uh, I'm just gonna okay. hold for a second while I explain. I won't drop up. No, 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 that's fine. I was going to look at more notes. Um they've made the age-old mistake of deciding to create an entire costumed character. Out of an object that is just a it's sphere. It's just the head part. Yeah. So the, the, the body was always is a pumpkin. Up. The head is a pumpkin. Fine. Its eyes are very close together. Yeah. That's not a good sign. So he is a predator. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are on the front. He's got a kind of very vacant smile. He's got an entourage, you'll see. In he, one he, of the pictures. I'm not looking at that because it is captioned a, wow! <laughs> exclamation mark. Now there's a there's a sound file underneath yeah. that's very don't, disturbing don't to me. I'm not going to click on that. But the rest of him, therefore, is just kind of a, a very prison esque orange jumpsuit. Yeah. He looks with, like he's an orange that's been arrested with green gloves, which I think are supposed to be leaves, just like the pumpkin. It's so he doesn't leave fingerprints. Oh, uh, there we the go. Reason. He's he's also photographed in that very haunting light that is just a flash in front of a brick wall at night. So yes. he's very lit up. And his, they've gone for. I mean, there's always the challenge. Uh, of when you're making a costume like this, picking what the default expression is going to be. So that it's sort of applicable in more than one context. Yeah. So like Mickey Mouse needs to look happy, but sometimes like much happier than the last time. So they've got to be able to emote through, mm. which is hard. But here they've gone for, they've gone what for would it look like of, if he were in a K-hole? I, <laughs> yeah, it's very like up. Randall McMurphy He's at the like, end of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's yeah, Nest. <laughs> super out of it. Um, they have this whole pack that includes a song that I'm going to play a little bit of. Don't, uh, momentarily, don't worry about that. Don't do that. Which they... I don't <laughs> want to hear they it. They say this amazing bit, which is that 
the song is basically one chord forever and one lyric forever. Okay. And then they say chorus one and two can be sung over the top of each other, forming, and this, you know, I'm doing a master in music, so I can confirm oh, yeah, it's do technical, explain. forming, quote, a bit of harmony. <laughs> <laughs> So it's good if you're if you're looking for just there a is some just, just a touch of harmony. Yeah. Um, if you want to put dip your toe in harmony. I'm going to play the song and then we'll talk over it because you don't need to hear that much. It's very upbeat, and the lyrics are to do with loving God more than Patch, although Patch does feature towards the end, I believe. Share if you can sing along. Shine, gods. Oh, I Real don't bright. know this one, but. Now, while this is on... I'll share just, God's love, share God's light. I'll just tell you about Patch the Pumpkin's Light, which is one of the events that you can do. This is carving a pumpkin by any other name, but crucially, they wanted to like make it differentiated, so it's nothing to do with demons. And one of the steps, well, in fact, two of the steps, have been sort of godded in a way that I think you'll find quite subtle. It says, in front of the children, you hold the pumpkin turned around so yep. they can only see a plain pumpkin. You can mm. ask them questions about what they see to keep them engaged, which to me will be a pumpkin. Short-lived. Yeah. <laughs> then show how God cleans up the yuck inside us. Leave a oh. handful of pumpkin seeds and oh. fleshy goop inside for volunteer oh, children. God. Oh no! Or yourself to scoop out and make clean. Pop a lit LED tea light into the pumpkin and explain how God replaces the yuck with His light. Horrible. God is. Diddling these kids. Then turn around the pumpkin for the children to see the light shining out of Patch, who, as you've described, would be quite an alarming person to see on Candace in front of you. And explain how this is God's light shining out of each of us when we know Christ. Let's turn that Godforsaken. Like a kind of lobotomized Cheshire cat. I'm going to finish us off with one more thing, and then we simply must end because there's too much. What I found is that Halloween is too much. I didn't. I I've never said this before. Uh-huh. I didn't. I didn't ever think I would. Go on. You you can have too much ethnography. <laughs> there's too much lived experience in in regards yeah, to Halloween. Yeah, especially yeah. in the minds of the UK especially populace. contemporary. Yeah, that's absolutely. The, yeah. And that's why I wanted to really focus it. I don't know if you heard at the beginning. I did a sort of introduction that was quite academic, so people will have I people will be realising. I didn't pick up on that, that but this maybe the listeners did. This is like audio JSTOR for most people. End of the world omen will appear on Halloween as rare blue moon claims evangelist Sebastian Ketley. I oh, know he's not the evangelist. Sebastian Ketley wrote this article. Now I looked into this guy because this is on. I think this is the Express, and he's a, allegedly the science editor. But of his last seven articles. Three of them are about this one evangelist. One of them is about aliens. It's all like, it's the loosest use of science I've seen in some time. (laughs) The supposedly prophetic blue moon will light up the night skies on October 31st, the day of spooky Halloween. Uh, This will be the first blue moon to arrive on Halloween since 2001. Oh, right. And another one will not, not appear that... until... Oh, God. 2039. That's not it's that It's just far. every 19 well, years, Yeah, that it? is, yeah. In an eerie coincidence, this will also be the first blue moon visible <gasps> to all US time zones. Oh. <laughs> but is this enough to call it a prophetic sign? <laughs> no. <laughs> Our sources say no. According to Paul Begley, a TV evangelist <laughs> and online personality from West Lafayette, Go Indiana, on, what does he say? The blue moon will most certainly be a biblical sign. Oh. <laughs> Now, I don't, again, I don't want to pop the tinfoil hat on, yeah. but does Paul Begley, was it? Begley. Mr. Begley, we can call him. Does Begley. Reverend Begley, yeah. does he have any kind of a vested interest in it being a. You're asking if he's sign? like a sort of evangelical 
a crazy guy. Like a, well, a not, sort of not, he doesn't have to be crazy. Act. What I'm saying is, what if he's... Because you hear about some of them, mm. and and it is all the ones I've encountered, but I hear it's what, also yeah, it's just some. It could be Paul that's the outlier. Is it that where they're actually, it's a big grift and they are making a lot of money? Oh, I, I can't imagine that's the case. Okay, I really that's can't. cool. The moon will peak in brightness just three days before the US election, which Pastor Begley has called the most important in American history. I like that it's him that's called it that, rather than all the other people who have called it that. Yeah, well, <laughs> he was the, the first. The blue moon, the moon told this him. is just commentary now, will also arrive at a time of civil and political unrest across the globe. The deadly coronavirus wow. pandemic, as well as wildfires. Uh, as opposed to every other time every a other blue moon. moon has been there and there's been world peace. All of this combined... Begley believes has been foretold in the Christian Bible. I go on my, I don't remember it myself. He said, and this I think will clear this up for you because okay, you're, you're a details guy and I, I yep. appreciate that. Something biblical is going on, guys. Something really biblical. Wildfires are happening every year. US elections happen every four. One of those things more Sorry. sort of related than the other because one of them is just a cycle we've chosen. Well, that, yeah, that does just happen, yeah. Yeah, but they don't all come together during a blood moon and then a blue moon. What? In a COVID pandemic, pandemic, coronavirus, China coronavirus, call whatever you want oh, to. Oh, Something biblical is going on here, guys. Oh, well, with the hang signs on. of the second coming of hang, Christ. Hang on, sorry. It's unbelievable. No, 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 no. You can't, you can't say pandemic and then Chinese flu and then be like, really something biblical's happen, happening. Something biblical is going on. It's just such a great, like, that could be his MSN. Could be anything, yeah. All year round. <laughs> Pastor Begley, like many evangelicals, awaits the day of the prophesied second coming of Jesus Christ. Although the Bible does not state when this will happen, Jesus has told his disciples and followers to look out for the prophesied signs, says the science editor. Okay, that's good. Pastor Begley attempts to predict these signs on an almost daily basis (laughs) on his YouTube channel. He wakes up and he's thinking (laughs) non-stop signs. Saw another sign in his dream, as well as his weekly TV series, The Coming Apocalypse. He interprets wars. Imagine having a <laughs> weekly TV series called The Coming Apocalypse. I'd love to see how where, long it's been going Where you're from. technically right up until yeah. it happens. <laughs> I love this sentence as well. I don't think it's intended to be silly, but it just really undermines itself. He interprets political unrest, natural cataclysms, cosmic phenomena, wars, and rumours of wars at the end of, as signs of his second coming. At the end of the episodes, do you think that they do a next week on the coming apocalypse just it's con- one week closer. just constantly saying like just disproving their own theory <laughs> in the old testament and new testament alike it states that there will be signs of the second coming although it is hard to put a finger on any specific modern day event jesus said in matthew 24 you remember what did he say watch out that no one deceives you for many will come in my, name, my name claiming i, I am, am the, the messiah, messiah yeah. and will deceive many However, the Bible also makes a very clear point about not attempting to predict when any of this will unfold. <laughs> Jesus and it's said, good to know that Paul, Pastor Paul has taken that I really in his like, stride. I love with, it's the same thing with the Westboro Baptist Church because they're like biblical literalists. I like people who are claiming to be so evangelical and fundamental, but have then ignored something so explicit. Like when Jesus says, love your neighbour, and they interpret that to be Oh well, technically, if you're if you're picketing, yeah, but what he what he meant slurs, was not the gays. <laughs> yeah, then it counts as love. Here, like Jesus could not have been more unequivocal in his <laughs> condemnation of Pat's guessing grift <laughs> when he says about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son himself, but only the Father. Uh, 
And in any case, finishes the article with a sudden sort of volta where they just sort of turn <laughs> against everything they've said. In any case, the blue moon is not a prophetic harbinger. It is simply the second of two full moons that will peak next month. It's like, well, why didn't you leave What a that? good use of words you've done. I'm going to leave us on something which is will take 30 seconds more and which really surprised me which is that the I think this was from the Express I think I've said all of them are you've from said you think paper. all of them are from the Express they were a mix of the Express the Standard the Mail and the Sun not the Sun actually I cut that one um, the Sun only I kept the headline in because in my intro I'd facetiously tried to do that thing that we talked about last time where the creepypasta people come up with weird like epithets for people like the famous cartoon video game mascot Mario yeah in the Sun's headline they had where is it Every year, Halloween is full of pumpkins, sweets, spookiness, and scary costumes. But in 2020, the annual scary holiday Halloween will be different to previous years. <laughs> Which is, first of all, not news to say it will be different. In case you haven't heard. But whatever the site was that this one is on, that this guy's science editor for, they've been running a sort of weeks-long poll, which seemed to me a sort of weird thing for a fairly mainstream outlet to be running yeah. across multiple articles by this science editor the title of which is do you believe in the second coming of jesus christ I, the options are unsure it all seems unbelievable to me no i do not believe in the bible's tales or of course it's simply a matter of time what what's up with the poll like whatever the findings does the science editor then believe that, that? Is <laughs> he That's has induction. to back that up 76 percent of respondents have said of course it's simply a matter of time that's really seventy six. Really thrown me off. Unless it's being like wow. astroturfed by religious by uh, big fanatics. god. <laughs> Who knows what's going on? So there Goodness we have it. Me. We have dived deep. We have dived broad. We have dived long. We've into, dived fast. Yeah, into the wide world of Halloween, and not just in the abstract, in the kind of our relation to its spooky savior qualities, but in the sense of how is average Joe interfacing the many with the holiday? Sort of phantom fetid tendrils that it sends out mm. into the big wide world and manifests itself in the Ordin- lives of people yeah ordinarily we're not hot on that we're no, mostly we interested in our own perspectives on the ween yeah well I'll, they're the I'll ones about that. which we know the most yeah, and they're the best ones too that's what i've heard but it was great to hear just how bad and wrong everyone else it's nice to have been to have that backed up yeah and verily did we dive deep we did. We've got something big coming up next week, and we haven't really decided what it is, but it's called Digital Fright Night. That is how most of these are going to go. Yeah. We've got a name. We've got a, a kind of like we've got post-it note concept yeah. of what it could be. That's a cool title for now, sure. Now, what you might think of when you think, when you hear Fright Night yeah. is a f- kind of very physical, yeah. visual yeah. experience. A and sort of oral one for you when you get your gods whipped in. At Thought Park. Do you remember we're, when that happened to you? Um, His eyes remember. Uh, oh, I've lost my thoughts. Don't stammer, we're, 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 we're promising you not that. Okay, yeah. We're promising you not that. From, it will be... It, it's Web 2.0. And it's not that we don't want to do that. It is that it can't be done. We've had a look. The yeah. technology is not there yet. Some of the laws, like, sure. If, if it weren't 2020, we'd have our usual annual tractor off. 
and our trunk and treat. But oh, yeah. we'd be inviting you down to the trunk yeah, and treat. I'd be in the boot, and he'd be leaping out at you. Yeah, I'd be booing you around every dark corner I could find. He'd, we'd both be staggering. Oh, we're like yeah, we've been practicing for months. That was really good. But we will be bringing you something akin to that, but very much, and this must be stressed mm-hmm. in the aural zone. Yeah, it's going to be big, whatever it is. Now. One other thing that's probably going to happen, I won't say definitely because we've not discussed it, but what we did briefly is that we need to do some video content. Yeah, we do. And so we might do some, like a, a night of streaming spooky games or something. Yes. I have half term yeah. as the last week of the month so, leading up to the big spook night itself. So definitely. So you're I'm locking in, in a 24 hour spookathon, it sounds like. Yeah, that sounds like sounds what I'm like doing, doesn't it? Like, yeah, sounds sure. Sounds like it's going to be huge. At least it's 24 hours in which I can't spend all that money I don't have. That's perfect. <laughs> and all the donations we'll get. It'll be yeah, crazy. well, that's, that's going to be big as That'll well. That'll be yeah. over at twitch.tv. I don't know. I think, can you not just go to shame.city slash twitch? Yeah. Probably easier. I don't remember what we're called. So you'll go there. No. I think it was shame city TV. I just remembered. Yeah. But go shame.city slash twitch. That's good. While we're on hyperlinks, shame.city slash discord, pop over there for some spooky chat. Shame.city slash review or reviews. Yeah. You can click it from the link as well. Give us a five star review for Spooktober, won't you? We're working our little socks off here. You can head over to Twitter, mm-hmm. twitter.com that is, and go to at Shame City Gang. And that's sure. where we are. That's for one sure. of the places we are. And we'll be we'll be posting a great big artwork. Yeah, it's going to be huge. It's going to have links. the coronavirus mask and patch on it for today. I don't think it needs it's to. Go- you're going to be able to it, see them I with think your it eyes, needs it, yeah. And of course, Isaac at Shame.City, solicitation still open for your big ideas for DeltQuest. And how many have you had so far? Oh, loads. It's oh, really off the chain. Bad. People have got some really vulgar ideas and I'm incorporating them all. If anyone has any gamer words they'd like me to say in order to disrupt the recording of DeltQuest, <laughs> you can send those to me at Declan at Shame.City. Declan's Reddit profile. Um, that's about it, isn't it? Womibom. It's a spooky month, and there's nothing yeah. spookier than sidling right up to a friend. No mask, no then, mask then at all. Def- definitively ending a friendship by <laughs> recommending to them this, this big show. bad show until Digital Fright Night, in which I hope you'll be participating broadly and with an open mind. I've been Isaac. You've been. I have been Declan. See you next time, gang. <laughs> Simple bare necessities Forget about your worries and your strife I mean the bare necessities Oh, Mother Nature's recipes That bring the bare necessities of life For me, the bare necessities of life will come to you.
the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities, old Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. Wherever I wander, wherever I wander, wherever I roam, wherever I roam, I couldn't be fonder, couldn't be fonder, my new home, my new home. The bees are buzzing in the trees to make some honey just for me. The bare necessities of life will come to you. 